Today, we are talking State of the Union with potential trade partners, Arizona Coyotes. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, everyone, for making Locked On Flames and Locked On Coyotes your first listen every day. We are free and available for you wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Today, wow, that was bad. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Robin, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great, Jess. How are you? Uh, not as good as the Coyotes. <laughs> Definitely not as good as the Coyotes. But uh, we're going to talk basically State of the Union for both teams and a little Noah Hannafin conversation because he's been linked to uh arizona and i think that's an interesting conversation because i mean arizona does have some attractive pieces that the flames would more than likely be interested in but what tell us what is going on with the coyotes at this current moment you know i think they're just on this super hot run right now um a lot of things is running into place they just look like a lot more confident team out there than, I've, than a team I've ever seen in the previous years. Um, and I think a lot of that goes with just one coaching. I feel like Andre Torrene has really uh, upped the, the uh, you know, the way he approaches getting into these games as well as help, you know, coaching these, uh, especially the young kids. It's a very young team out there. Uh, and for Bill Armstrong, GM Bill Armstrong, for putting together a lot of those tool, extra tools over the offseason that have made um, massive strides and been a massive part of the team since uh, since they came in. What uh, what have what were some of those pieces? Yeah, I think uh, so, some of the offseason they picked up uh, uh, Sean Dersey, um, defenseman Sean Dersey. They picked up um, uh, Jason Zucker. As a forward, like he, I think he's pretty, he's set pretty nicely at that top six. Matt Dumba is not as you know big a big name as as the other two, but he's uh, he's definitely been an uh, an important part to the Coyotes' defense. At uh, the entry level contract signing for Logan Cooley, that's something we didn't expect because he thought we thought he was going to go back to college for another year, and he just all of a sudden he flips and turns things around. It's like you know what, I am going to be joining the Coyotes this season. That must be so exciting because, I mean, everyone knows that Arizona has been at the bottom of the league and slowly, you know, rebuilding and bringing themselves to be a competitive team. So for them to take steps forward like that with, you know, obviously the veteran signings, but the addition of Logan Cooley makes it, you know, even more attractive. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. And I, and I think that's been, um, you know, I think that that's been a, a pretty key bit. And but it was, I think the most amazing thing is, despite Logan Cooley being the the, the hot ticket name that of of offseason additions, he's not even the hottest player on the team right now. <laughs> no, 
Is it Clayton Keller? Not even Clayton Keller. It's not. It's, it's a name that no one would have thought, except maybe. I mean, I would have kind of maybe seen a little bit of it coming because this player. I watched this player play for the Tucson Roadrunners for the last few years when I lived in Tucson. But Michael Carcone has oh. been the hottest. He leads the team right now in, I believe, twelve goals, and I and is on a four-game goal streak, getting five goals in the last four games. Wow. That that is more goals than anyone on the Flames has. So I do have to say that is quite impressive. And uh you said he was in Tucson for a few years. Mm-hmm. How old is he? Is he still uh I guess in that prime window or is is this just kind of who he's going to be as a player? Well, he's 27, so he's right in his prime. Oh. Where where he should be in his prime. So um like I think he, I think you can only go up for maybe a couple more years from here, and then before it starts to flatline a little bit, because once you get past that thirty, then things for most players, <laughs> for most players, you could be one of those ageless, ageless wonders like uh, Alex Ovechkin or, uh, or Joe Pavelski, and they're just freaking doing tearing up, doing God knows what. But uh, yeah. right, right now, Carcone's in his prime, and he's he's looking great doing it. Who? What does the goal goal tending situation look like? It's interesting because I think a lot of people in the offseason kind of thought that Karel Melka was going to be the guy to kind of hold the net for a while. Uh, but Connor Ingram has kind of surprised a lot of people and has really taken control of the uh, uh, between the pipes. He's on, and each of the he, he started in the game against Vegas, which was the first game of their win streak, and has. And I think that game, that shutout win, was the history after that. They, he has not let go of the of the crease since then, and he started all of the last five games. I don't know how much how many more games he's going to continue to start in a row, but he's he's been great. I just can't see anything, can't see anything else that right now he's he's really taking control. That's impressive, especially because he's kind of bounced around between. Uh, the AHL, and he was with Nashville for a little mm-hmm. bit, and then what? I can't remember if there was a spot in between Nashville and Arizona, but it's nice to see, uh, you know, a, a good guy find stable ground and success, especially, uh, you know, in an organization that has this kind of underdog, per, not persona, but I guess. Um, aura around it yeah it's always it's a team that everyone just overlooks just because it's the coyotes the state of the coyotes where they play and a lot of other things no one pays attention to them and i feel like that's kind of why what draws some players to them because they feel like they can make a name a lot more for themselves they have an opportunity to bounce back fly under a lot of other people's radar and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. these guys are looking great uh connor ingram mccann he's one of those people Picked up off of waivers from Nashville, I believe. Um, oh, wow. Just just one of the waiver picks in the last couple of years. The Coyotes have actually really, um, you know, have really turned around and look and made look great. Another one is, uh, you know, former Flame, uh, Yusuf Alamaki. Yeah. He's also looked fantastic. Yeah, no, I was going to ask about that. I, I'm so happy for him because Daryl Sutter uh, and his relationship was just not, it, it was not a healthy one. And unfortunately, his time in the organization had just kind of 
uh, I think, prematurely came to an end. But from what I've seen, he has had a lot of uh, growth and progress in Arizona. What is what is his game looking like now? He's uh, he, I, I think he's definitely cemented himself as a top four defenseman for the Arizona Coyotes. Um, I think alongside. I'm trying to think who his who his line mate is. Like I think it bounces around because the Coyotes defense has also been pretty uh, gotten pretty banged up lately. Valimaki was even out with an injury um, very recently as well. So, um, but he's definitely settled. I think like a couple times he'll sit along the top pairing, um, but every now and then drop down to the second pair. I don't think he ever seen it go any below that. He's been wow. great. He's um, his presence is out there. He's got a great both offensive and defensive mindset and pre- he's again he's been he's been definitely a uh, a light on this team. Well, very glad that Calgary could provide some some work on the back end for you. But coming up next, we are going to talk about uh the state of the Flames and you know just kind of where they're at because I don't know if they even know what they're doing and what their plan is. But before we do that, we are going to take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. I don't know about you guys, but some every now and then I just get really sick and tired of having to buy tickets and seeing the, seeing the prices, all of a sudden getting surprised by surprise fees it's like oh you got convenience fee you got this fee and when you get to the event too don't definitely see it's nowhere near as what you thought they would be game time is out there to help fix things they got events they got tickets for all upcoming kinds of events in your area concerts sports events comedy events anything you can really think of they got last minute tickets flash deals zone deals easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event views and views of all seats from the venue so you're able to see exactly where you're going to seat before you actually buy the ticket they had the lowest price guaranteed event cancellation protection job loss protection etc you can see once again you can see the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what you're expecting when you arrive my favorite bit is all in pricing so you can actually see what the cost of the ticket is completely after fees before you hit purchase you can buy tickets in seconds with just two apps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code Locked On NHL. That's L O C K E D O N N H L for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And while you are at it, you can head on over to the App Store and check out FanDuel. As the weather gets colder or cooler in Arizona, the NFL offer stays hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use and you can get the payout instantly. And who doesn't love quick money, right? There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 
Thank you, everyone, for taking the time to listen to Locked On Flames or Locked On Coyotes today as Robin and I dive into the Noah Hannafin trade rumors and why the Flames might just take any offer that Arizona might give them. Yeah, but I mean, I'd say before we get to that, I want to ask you, too, about the state of the Flames, too. Yes. I feel like I feel like the Coyotes and the Flames are complete you know, like they, they, they seem like they're going in different directions and it feels like. Uh, 100%. And I mean, I feel like the Coyotes are obviously, you know, climbing their way back to the top and the Flames, they don't know if they want to bottom out and kind of do this rebuild retooling situation or if they're okay just being in this soggy middle, maybe make the playoffs and win around. Yeah, it definitely interests me because um, at first, you know, when I was looking at the standings, I was like, oh, they're only, you know, they're only fourth in the uh, in the Pacific Division. So the Coyotes are fourth in the Central. But I look at the points and I was like, oh, wait, and it's a little bit different there. Like, I, is it just a the way this Pacific Division is this year? Or is it? Yes. What is it? <laughs> um, I think the Pacific Division is it. it it has a reputation for being the less competitive division. And I, I do think that that is kind of true. And the flames, they have, they did not have a hot start to the season. They ended up losing six in a row and uh, that really set them behind. They, they don't have a winning record. Uh, they're still playing below 500 and it's, it's tough because they're not, able to really build any momentum. They had a three-game point streak going, and then Nikita Zadorov requested a trade, and all that momentum kind of came to a screeching halt. And it's interesting, too, because, like, I remember a few years ago that, like, when I was talking about, you know, teams to look out for, I was like, you know what? The Flames seem like a team that I would probably jump on in the, in the Pacific Division. Mm-hmm. Like, they feel like... And it's interesting that like even to to add on that is I remember just a few you know you know a few playoffs ago I was uh, sitting at a bar with uh, with my friends one of which who is a Edmonton Oilers fan we were watching the Battle of Alberta and I'm like oh please give me more of this and to see the state of both teams and I was um now it's kind of sad and what and and, and that brings me to the kind of question is like where you know where are they going from here like what kind of you know. What's their personnel like? What's because I know there's been a lot of change since that. Yeah, so uh, that season definitely broke the flames. Um, Jacob Markstrom has not been the same since. The coaching has changed. The general manager has changed. Uh, there is no high end talent there anymore after Gaudreau and Huberto or uh, Huberto Kachuk's departure. But the flames like. It, the personnel now, it is all pretty much internal hiring. There were internal promotions after Brad Tree Living left. Ryan Huska was the assistant coach under Daryl Sutter, and he worked uh, with the Stockton Heat, now the Wranglers. And it, it's it's comfortable. You know, I think it's a lot better than last year in terms of not knowing where you stand with the organization, your coach or anything like that, but uh, definitely 
better communicating and the coach is Ryan Huska is willing to play the younger guys and not bench them after they make mistakes. It's learning opportunities and that's partially why this team has been exciting when they are <laughs> when they are on the ice and playing well. I, 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 forgive me, but I'm looking at cat friendly for a sec. Am I reading mm-hmm. correctly that Nazim Kadri has yes. got seven years left of a seven million dollar? Yeah. What? <laughs> Listen, take that up with Brad Tree Living. Uh, this was a deal that I, I mean, in free agency, you're going to overpay on term and m- money, but seven years. Um, yeah. That, that that is a very long time. The Flames will be in a new arena by then. They're I'm going to assume they will end up buying him out by year five. I can only imagine what the buyout would be at that point. You know, that is for someone that deals with numbers to figure out and to see if it's worth it. Awesome. Any any uh, bright spots that 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 they've had? Like what players have stood out? Yes, uh, definitely uh, Martin Pospisil and Connor Zari. Those two guys, uh, they got the call probably about a month ago now, and they have been just absolutely crushing it. Um, both were a, about a point per game player for, I think, through the first eight games, which was really incredible for them. And Dustin Wolf, he had... He, he got recalled again uh, yesterday after Jacob Markstrom is now week to week with a broken finger. Um, he hasn't really had the opportunity to settle down and uh, get truly acclimated with playing at the NHL level, but that's definitely something to be excited for. Two-time AHL goaltender of the year. You know, the Flames need as many bright spots as they can get, and Jacob Pelletier is coming back too, and more positive vibes. One more question for you about the state of the about stuff on the Flames, and it it, it, it kind of goes to asking a question about a former Coyote who uh, <laughs> it's it's been a while since part of part of the Coyotes, but maybe some people want to pay attention to them. But how does how has Jordan Osterly been? Um, he's been he's been good. You know, I will say he's definitely. Sixth, seventh defenseman kind of player yeah. um, was on waivers a few weeks ago, but uh, he's there. He's he's a body, and that sounds kind of disparaging, but I mean it with respectfully because the Flames need bodies out on the ice, and he's effective. He's impactful, and he does the job. He's not afraid to get down and gritty, and that's the Flames need things like that. And we appreciate him. That certainly is good to hear. But uh, coming up, though, we are definitely going to talk about uh, what a trade between the Coyotes and the Flames would look like for Noah Hannafin. Because we're going to get to that right after this. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do that all with Indeed. 
Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessment, and Virtual Interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed's employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Candidates, uh, you, you, oh, candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who see it in the search, according to U.S. Indeed data. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire and get hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your business, you have to match every dollar and make every dollar count. Indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend on hiring. Visit indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash locked on indeed.com slash locked on terms and conditions apply cost per application pricing not available for everyone need to hire you need indeed well let's keep going on this episode of uh crossover locked on coyotes and locked on flames um once again i'm robin leonio alongside jess belmasto uh jess let's let, let's get let's get into the and yes. in, 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 into into the uh, what everyone wants to hear on this one of uh <laughs> The Coyotes have been, uh, at least for the last few weeks, rumored to be one of the teams that's been heavily interested in uh, mm-hmm. in uh, Noah Hannafin. Yeah, I, you know, I I don't eat the idea of extending Noah Hannafin. I, I want to make that clear um, because, you know, I think it's super easy for people to just kind of be like, oh, well, you know, this player, everything's bad with this player because now they're tr- they. They're in the trade market. No, um, I think Noah Hannafin would be uh, a very impactful defenseman on any team. He has his moments, just like every other player, where there's, you know, out of position and whatnot. But he is absolutely someone that anyone that needs back help on the back end should be looking at. He And he has that offensive uh, mentality to his game as well. It, it always seems like a bonus, and it's interesting, you know, at the time when uh, the when when we first heard about Noah Hannafin being interested, or, or the, the Coyotes being interested in Noah Hannafin, rather, I, you know, both 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 my co-host Matt and I were a little skeptical, and we were like, why, why change things that, that that already works right now? It seems like the Coyotes seems to be like their defense is all all cylinders running and um, and they're, you know, that they, they don't really need any additions right now. Then there's, then there, all the injuries happened. They went on that short three game losing streak before their five game winning streak. And that's when I, even, even after the Vegas game, I was still asking the, I was even putting the question up there. I was like, do we revisit that? Do we revisit to talk about it? I feel like it has to be talked about. Cause I feel like you don't want to have to risk calling so many people up from Tucson. Right. Because that's, I mean, nothing against Michael Kesselring for Arizona. He's been phenomenal. And I feel like he's even made a, made, made a point to not get sent back down. Like, he's been looking great in the, la- the, the five-game winning streak. You know, you just don't want to have to risk those, you know, getting even more call-ups. So that, that's why I'm like, yeah, you got to bring it up. Yeah, and I think having the stability of, you know, a top four defenseman um, that you can kind of plug wherever you need to and – that again that provides some stability for 
the, the team, especially if they are really looking to lock him up for long term after as well. He's only 25, so you do have, you know, time on your side there as well. So I think that this would be a great player for Arizona to be interested in. But what does a return look like? Oh, return look like that's. I mean, I mean that's 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 the. I mean that's, <laughs> that's the question, right? Question. That's the million dollar yeah. question. I mean, like I think it really depends on first what like what are the flames looking for? Because I feel like that's one of the biggest parts that needs to be yeah. would need to be discussed. Uh, you know, I would say definitely a roster player. Um, not it doesn't have to be obviously NHL star or anything like that, but uh, a guy that is ready to play in the NHL or can bounce in between uh, the AHL and NHL, uh, probably a draft pick. I don't, I don't know what Craig Conroy is going to ask for, especially with how his return for Nikita Zadorov was. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, those are a couple of things that I was looking at too. And um, a couple of things that I could probably add in saying that, yeah, sure. Probably draft picks will definitely be on the table. Um, whether or not like a first rounder or like whatever year first rounder um, is, is, is a huge question. Um, I personally wouldn't be out of like, like I wouldn't be like completely upset with, the, with a first rounder being on the table, especially since like, if you're getting someone like Noah Hannafin, that's huge. And especially with right. the state of the Coyotes are now, like, you don't need, and with the the trajectory they're on right now, it definitely seems like it'd be a later first round pick. Anyways, mm-hmm. I'm not again. I'm not entirely against adding that in regards to getting a player. Um, I mean, that's that really brings up to a lot of questions because you can look at you know what maybe based off what uh, what position you guys are looking at more. If you're looking at a forward, there are. I mean, I'm trying to think of who might be up, who up there because I know there are a lot of players that I. Not sure if I would definitely part with for someone like like Hannafin. Uh, maybe if when it comes to a trade, like a player trade, I get a, a change of scenery trade. Someone that hasn't, maybe someone that hasn't played entirely too well for Arizona, but like he's he's had good potential. This kid, the the kid I'm talking, I, I'm thinking thinking about a little bit has good potential. And I feel like maybe just he's just not working in Arizona. He was a John Chaka pick, so he was, um, and so like doesn't fit into the Bill Armstrong system. I feel like mm-hmm. that's kind of shown. He, d- he does have better games in the NHL than he does the AHL. Um, so maybe that's someone to talk about. And if you're wondering who I'm talking about, I'm referring to uh, Victor Soderstrom. Okay. You know, I don't know much about him. Uh, but if I, I am all in on players like in return that just need a change of scenery because it does wonders for them. Oh yeah. And it's beneficial and you don't have to uh, make it awkward and be like, Oh yeah, I need it. I want to trade. And plus who, who wants to willingly up and leave a nice warm climate? Oh, Arizona's. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, especially Right now, uh, at the time of this recording, I believe last I checked, it was, uh, well, I can see at the bottom, it's 75 degrees right now. Oh, it's it's 23 and snowing here in New York. So, uh, lucky, lucky you guys. 
Yeah, there's the thing I love about it is I get to uh, enjoy this warm weather, even for a little bit long, even if just for a little bit longer. And then this yeah. weekend, just go play hockey, get play some nice hockey myself. It's amazing. Get to do both. Love that. Love um, that. But yeah, I mean, change in scenery could uh, kind of trade could be nice. And I think it definitely shows that it's worked many times before. I'm looking at players that it's impacted for um, the Coyote side. I mentioned Michael Kesselring earlier. He had a he mm -hmm. he was acquired via a trade. Um, who else was? Like I know, like I know, I'm looking at the list here. Uh, where would it? Where did I see this player? I literally just had it too. But regardless, as I was trying to say, is yeah, there's. Uh, well, I guess I'll go back to last year. Um, and I mean uh, Valimaki. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a that was a waivers claim, but a waiver, but yeah. Oh, uh, that was. I mean, that the change in scenery there helped out. Um, Shane Gossespear, that's the player, other player I was yeah. thinking about. And he was traded away from Philadelphia, uh, essentially given away from Philadelphia, if I should add. Uh, he ended up being one of the top D men for, for Arizona for a couple years before getting traded for, for draft picks. And I think that was, you know, he played his role perfectly. So maybe something like that can help. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Thankfully, there are people that get paid a lot more money to oh, yeah. decide these things and get the cap, uh, get cap compliant because I'm just, I'm someone that would just swipe a credit card to make something happen. So thankfully, that's not something uh, either team has to worry about here. But I think that does it for us today, Robin. Yeah. One more thing I will add. And of course, I think you mentioned it a little yes. bit earlier, is one of the things that will be an expectation for the Coyotes, I'm sure, is it'd be like a, a, uh, a sign-in trade. Yeah. I feel like you, there needs to be term involved on that on a deal like that. Yeah. And it can't just be a, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to this wink, wink, nudge, nudge sort of thing. Um, I mean, it, it could be. I, I don't know. I don't know how Noah Hannafin and his agent work. And what Bill Armstrong's willing to, you know, kind of, there's a big difference in a verbal agreement versus as long as we're not dealing with binding contract. As long as we're not dealing with Alan Walsh. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry about that. You don't, you do not have to worry there. Uh, unless you want to take on Jonathan Huberto's contract as well. Um, we can definitely make something work there. I'm sure he would appreciate being back in the warm weather, but yeah, I think that does it for us today. Uh, thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us. Uh, Robin, where can everyone find Locked On Coyotes and you on social media? Yeah, you can uh, you can find Locked On Coyotes, first of all, wherever you get your podcasts, on social media. Uh, we're on uh, the at formerly known as Twitter, now known as X, at LO underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. You could give us a follow. Uh, you'll see me mention a lot of things, a lot of updates, uh, especially in this, this next month. The Coyotes are going through a massive, you know, arena search, the, the perennial arena search. It feels like things are getting ready to come to not necessarily a close, but a massive leap forward. So if you want to follow what's going on there, just be sure to, to just uh, give me a follow. Yes. And you can find Locked on Flames wherever you listen to your podcasts and on YouTube as well. You can follow the show on X or formerly known as Twitter, uh, at LO underscore Flames Pod. And you can follow me at Jess Belmosto. Awesome. So that'll be it. 
for this episode. I uh, just want to thank everyone once again for making this show your first listen. And uh, hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And for all my Coyotes fans out there, don't forget to howl on. Thank you.